Dungeons. Dragons. Canada. The Multiverse Theory. Corgis. Queer representation. Reconciliation. Angels. Demons. Squirrels. Moose. Moose and squirrels. Sorcerers. Dinosaurs. Barbarians. Forests. Giants. Rogues. Warlocks. Plains. Sewers. Lavender. Natural Toonie. A Canadian Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Right here on the Upford Network. Some good friends, friends of mine, talk to them all the time. Some good friends on my show, who are they? Soon you'll know. Hello and welcome back to Some Good Friends. I'm Stefan and I'll be hosting the show tonight just like I do every night. Every night that you listen to this and every night that I record it, which I do seven days a week, 365 days a year. Uh, what's going on with me? I started a new notebook tonight uh, with, to record who the guests are and their names. Uh, I mean, I always remember them, but sometimes you need a little refresher. Uh, and this notebook was interesting in that it had a whole bunch of stand-up jokes that I wrote, I don't know, like seven years ago at the front. Uh, and they are all terrible. They are just the worst of the worst. Uh, I'm trying to find a good example here. Um, this one kind of made me laugh a little bit, but uh, it goes like a little something like this. Often, I look out through the bars on my window and think, I wish my house wasn't on fire. <laughs> great, great, great material. Uh, quality stuff. I have like 10 pages of jokes and then a single blank page. And in the middle of that page, it says, God is dead with an exclamation point, And then the rest of the notebook <laughs> is empty. So a real, a real good find uh, here, and now I'm going to use it as the official notebook of this podcast. So maybe sometime I'll come back and read some of the other, even worse jokes uh, that are from the front of that. Because who doesn't love hearing shitty stand-up jokes from seven years ago? But that's not why we're here, obviously. If that's why we were here, nobody would listen to this show. So let's talk to some friends of mine. Uh, we got three of them tonight. It's the law. There will always be three. And we're going to start with the first one, as we often do. Uh, please welcome to the show my good friend, Nellie Weenan. Nellie, welcome. Hi, Stefan. It's so good to hear you. It's been so long. Oh, how long has it been? Remind me. Well, you know, I, I, I didn't think you'd uh, reach back when uh, we had that whole issue with the scratch cards in 2018 you know <sighs> yeah yeah i was all in on that uh that uh what would you call it a plot your plot well i i don't i wouldn't call it a plot it, it was just our saturday mornings you know in the back of the main with harry from the dep and murphy from the <laughs> grocery store we we just had a bunch of scratch cards and and our had our saturday morning fun yeah, you and Harry and Murph and I, all just uh, scratching them off. I don't remember winning. No, well, we yeah, that didn't happen much, mm. and th th that's why I thought. Well, I must say it's a bit of a win that you're calling me back now because you know I I did steal one of your scratch tickets, and I and I thought that's why you were angry with me. Stefan, I, 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 I'm sorry again about that. Well, I, I mean, if you, I assume you didn't win from it, so. Well. I'd be, I'd be angry if you won a ton of money off the scratch card you stole from me, but. No, 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 it, it, it wasn't a ton of money, and you know I have that toonie in my pocket at all times to make sure I give it back to you, Stefan. Just whenever. Oh, so you, you won two dollars. Yes. You know what? You can, you can keep it, Nelly. That, that oh, can be just for you. Oh, oh Stefan. No, no, no. I, I can't. I, I just felt so bad. It was just wrong, you know. But but thanks. We'll see. I'd like to see you again, you know. It would be nice. Oh, absolutely. When things go back to normal, we'll have to uh, hang out in, in person with each other. Nelly, you're you're a little bit of a gambler. Yeah, well, <laughs> yes. It, it, you know, it was just a thing that we did together. But it's because of my death. You know, my dad, he always said, you know, we're our last name is winning. It sounds a bit like winning. That's what we should do. You know, mm. and it just like 
he put so much pressure on all of us, Stefan. Right. So gambling, I guess, is kind of a family pastime, uh, family profession for you. Come from a long well, line of gamblers. How how has it worked out for the family as a as a whole? The gambling. Well, not that good, really. I mean, we. <laughs> oh no. We, we, I mean, we we try, but now mo most of us have all been banned from all the horse race tracks, the the, the casinos. It's just we can't mm -hmm. go in those places no more. Now I, I understand getting banned from a casino because you know people car count cards, they sneak in photos and stuff. How do you end up getting banned from a, a horse racing track, which is more about luck? Uh, yeah, well, it was just because I was really kind of like wanting to hang with the horse. I I, I wanted to talk and <laughs> I wanted to connect with them just so we'd have mm. a bond for 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 the race. Right. And, and the jockeys and the managers and the owners really really didn't like that but i just wanted to create a connection you know that that's all i wanted really i remember when we went to the the horse track a couple times you were always bringing them sugar and sweets and yeah and the jockeys don't really don't really appreciate that i don't think <laughs> i know i mean i thought it was just a little treat a little boost you know to get the that lucky one one of them was you know doomed to win and i wanted it to be my horse mm. well the horse that i picked but that never worked. I never picked a winning horse, Stefan. Mm. Do you think it was <sighs> the, the sugary snacks? The sugary snacks that you gave them before the race? Maybe you slowed them down. Oh, I, I remember I... I remember watching the race and, and your horse kind of laying down and taking a nap about halfway around the track. <laughs> I don't know, Stefan. For me, sugar has a great effect. I have sugar in the morning, gets me going. That's that's all I wanted for this horse. Mm. Just... Yeah, well, what I guess what you? works for humans. Yeah. What about me? I remember you taking like four sugars in your coffee. Doesn't like sugar get you going, Stefan? Oh, four sugars minimum in my coffee because I needed wow. to taste as little like coffee as possible and as well, much like sugar. Go. I'm a. Uh, you got a big sugar boy over here. I uh, <laughs> earlier today I was I was eating some uh, brittle and it was delicious. It was like uh, caramel brittle. Oh man, love it. I'm getting Ooh. sidetracked here. Well, I just want to say I still have a box of some of those sugar cubes. So next time we see each other, I got a box with some sugar cubes for you. My favorite form of sugar uh, of all <laughs> is just, just eating the straight cubes for sure. Just letting them dissolve on the tongue and just, just feeling that rush. Absolutely. Uh, what kind of, I mean, you're, so you're banned from the horse racing track. You're banned from the casino. What kind of gambling are you doing these days? Well, you know what, Stefan? No more gambling. No more. What? Really? You're going you're go you're living the clean life? You're going yep. going straight, as they say? No, no, but now I'm just you know what? Every day it's a win. I just win at the little things in life. I win every day. Uh, what is what does that look like? I'm happy that's a win for today. Okay, so the, doing this show is is considered a win. What uh, what else have you considered a win? Like yesterday, what was your win? Yesterday, one square of TP instead of two for number one. Let me tell you, that's a win. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. And the day and the day before that, what are we talking for a win? Well, the day before, you know what? I found a packet of ramen. It was nine months expired. That was the best. The last one I had found before that, two years. Oh That's a win. That's a win, Stefan. Yeah, I mean, to to me, it kind of sounds like you've fallen on hard times a little bit. You're conserving toilet paper. I mean, we're all kind of hoarding toilet paper at this point, but you know, you're you're eating expired ramen. You're you're doing this podcast. This is a sign that people have fallen on hard times. I don't know. I wouldn't think so. I I I really have changed my perspective. Every day, there's something that says that I'm a winner. And I'm okay with that. It, it's got to be those little things. They find those little things. Right. What is your, what, well, first of all, I guess, what led to this change in perspective for you? Well, it was just, you know, you moved out of the hood. I couldn't find mm -hmm. Murphy anymore. And Harry turned Buddhist. I just like, he started telling us about these things. Remember, Stefan? And I wouldn't mm -hmm. have it. I wouldn't have it. Don't things you don't need things you need to be more zen and then i was like this pandemic suddenly things were closed and mm, i the just casino 
Yeah. The ho- the horse track. Yeah. Well, I've been banned for the horse track for, <laughs> right. for seven years now. But oh my goodness, all these things I wouldn't manage to. I just like I stopped. And you're right, the money was a bit tight. I mean, all the mm. the budget that I had for the scratch cards, it had to go to other things. Yeah, I remember spending thousands and thousands of dollars on those scratch cards, and we did not make money. That's we did sure. not. It, it was fun, but the the goal was to win, and we did not win, unfortunately. Well, that toonie, it, it that toonie, it became a lucky toonie, and that is oh. why I, I have it in my pocket all the time. It's meant for you, but it, it's mm. also a lucky toonie. Wow, the, the classic lucky toonie. That's it's important to have a little charm like that in in your pocket. Uh, I'm curious what your father thinks of your new outlook on life as the uh, the classical gambler of the family, if you will. Well, I mean, we haven't talked in a little while, but I, I tell him. Oh, no. But as long as I tell him that I won today, he doesn't ask questions. So it oh, that's, that's all, all he yeah. needs to know. Yes. So I'm telling him I won. And, and, and he thinks I'm lucky. Now he wants to take me to his activities but i was like oh you know i don't want to go gambling with you because he thinks i'm lucky now mm. but, uh, when you say his activities those activities are, are gambling well mostly now he's been banned too so he, he uh-huh. he's really into bingo but you know bingo mm. you can you can get crazy at bingo remember that time stefan <laughs> oh goodness oh I mean, I remember I was I was dabbing away like a furious person, and you had like seven sheets going, but you know, just that was I was chain smoking cigarettes, just cigarette after cigarette, surrounded by all these blue hairs, and uh, I've really wanted that four cassette boombox, I know the grand prize. That would have been nice, right? Nothing for either of us. All those cards. You know, I think I think Myrtle had it out for us up there, calling out the numbers. I think so too. I think she yeah. liked Bethany better. You know, Bethany she used to win everything all the time. Oh. Yeah. Sometimes I walk by. She has that ground floor apartment. I walk by her front window, and she's jamming out to cassettes on that four cassette boombox player. And I'm like, oh, I shake my <laughs> fist at you, Bethany. You stole that from me and my my good friend Nelly. Yeah, we, we we needed that because you know I have I still have the collections of cassette and uh, haven't listened mm. to one. Just there's no way anymore. Yeah. Well, it, I mean, it sounds like you've turned your life around without even having to listen to those uh, motivational tapes. Well, I tried. It was a bit of Harry. It was just a bit of those. Sally. Yeah, a change perspective. (laughs) A little bit of Harry, a little bit of Sally. That's that's what it makes. Well, I'm glad you're winning every day. Uh, Do you have a win planned for tomorrow? No, we'll see what the life serves me. I don't want to plan it, or else it's it's not a real win. It needs to come from the gods, really. The gods and the lucky toonie in your pocket. That's uh, well. I hope. Thank you for that toonie. Stefan, I, I, I'm never going to forget you. And I miss you, boy. Oh, I, I miss you, too. Your, your little sugar boy misses you so much. And, uh, <laughs> you know, when this is all over, I'll see you back at whatever gambling establishment you're allowed into. And uh, well, I'm just we'll, happy. We'll hang. I'm just happy if we go back to our booth at Maine and, and I'll be just happy oh, yeah. like that. Yeah, we'll go to Seagulls. We'll get Murph. We'll go to the Depth. We'll get Harry and we'll we'll eat some uh, smoked meat and we'll we'll uh, do some scratchers all right maybe one maybe one for old time's sakes buddy uh nelly it's been a pleasure to talk to you please stick around uh i'm sure some of our other guests might need advice or or luck as it as it will but uh it's time to introduce my next friend uh please welcome to the show uh princess cuddlepuss uh welcome princess cuddlepuss hey stefan how are you i'm so good uh tell me what's going on in your life princess cuddlepuss Oh, uh, you know, I'm just like everyone being affected by this whole Mm. thing that's happening to the world and uh, really looking forward to my humans getting back to work so they're not home all the time. Right, of course. So for the listeners, Princess Cuddlepuss is a cat. I'm a cat. I should have mentioned that. I'm a cat. Yes, I'm (laughs) a cat. I think we can all tell from your voice that you are Mm -hmm. uh, of a feline persuasion. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's been a little rough for you having uh, the humans at home, if you will. 
Yeah, I, I mean, I don't, I, I'm not the type to complain, but it's been, it's been a long, you know, year of just mm-hmm. having these folks home all the time who were never home before, you know, right, of course. Uh, I would have free reign of the, of the house and uh, now they're in my space, you know, and we have to all share this space and it's been, it's been challenging. I'm, I'm curious what, uh, what kind of activities you got up to before that you, you are no longer able to do with the humans. Mm-hmm. Around. Well, I had a, you know, sort of a loose schedule every day for things mm-hmm. that I would do. Um, I would nap, um, throughout the day, um, just a series of naps. Uh, and that would take up most of the day, but just right. the places in which I could do that have sort of been cut down. Mm. Um, you know, the the curtains are drawn a lot, which means that there aren't rays of light that I can chase around on the floor. That would take up right. a lot of my day before, too. <laughs> mm. But the curtains are drawn because they're on Zoom calls. Yeah, or... the, the glare. You yeah. The glare on the yeah. Screen. Exactly. Yeah. So they're not even consulting with me. They're just doing this on their own. So that cuts down on things. Um, I used to go into the bathroom and uh, lick their toothbrushes when they weren't home. Uh, That was a favorite of mine. I knew it was bad, so I didn't do it when they were around. And of course, they're around all the time now. And so I didn't Mm. really get to do it. And they've also taken to closing the bathroom door at night. So Mm. I'm going a little bit crazy, a little bit crazy, but no more than anyone else, I guess. It's just I miss my routine. You know, I miss what I was able to do before. But hitting us all hard. Yeah, the new normal, I guess, is not the ideal normal for you, Princess Cuddle, Cuddle Puss. Yeah. Uh, So I, I mean, we we go back. I I'm friends with uh, Marge and Victor, the people who. Mm -hmm. uh, But you know, they invited me for dinner, and I always found myself kind of hanging out with you more. That's Uh, right. Yeah, that we kind of developed a friendship over the years, and and I Mm -hmm. empathize because occasionally, you know. Victor would cook a real heavy meal and I would want to take a nap. And they just kept yapping and yeah, talking at me. I was like, what? Let me just go take a nap in the in that beam of sunlight over there. I get yeah, it. right? Yeah, I'm glad. I'm, I'm so happy to talk to someone who really uh, gets it. Yeah, exactly. Um, and are they, are, are Victor and uh, are they, uh, what the fuck did I just call her? Marge. <laughs> it's Marge. Marge. Yeah, of course. I, yeah. yeah. She's of the three of you. It goes Princess Cuddlepuss, first place friend, and then Victor, and then Marge is kind of down in third. Yeah, sure. No one really hard, likes her. Hard to remember. So I guess both mm-hmm. of them are are still employed. Both Victor and Marge. They are. Yeah, they are both still employed full time. So they work all day in front of their computer, and then they mm-hmm. have cycled through just a series of of hobbies that they've taken up at night. Um, oh, so what kind of hobbies? Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, it started with making bread they both decided Mm. that they could make bread um and it smelled really bad uh in in the house and they'd have a lot of these sort of misshapen loaves Mm -hmm. that they insisted that they really enjoyed but i don't think they actually really liked the bread i think they (laughs) just wanted something to to do so um so they were doing that they were Mm. watching bon appetit videos but then all of a sudden, that, that abruptly stopped. Yeah, that yeah. abruptly stopped. Uh, and, uh, and then they got into doing yoga at home, uh, which then transformed into doing Zumba at home, which is a bit mm, louder and annoying mm. to me because I feel all the vibrations. It takes uh, up and I, space as it well. Does. It does. It, it yeah. takes up you know, the living room. So, And I'm, I'm the type of person where I don't really like human beings anyway. So mm. um, it's been a bit of a challenge for me to have to try and be patient um, because just by design, I don't really love people uh so having to be patient with these people that are making a ton of noise and being in my space all the time and closing the door and cutting me off from being able to lick their toothbrushes is really challenging that's you know (laughs) when they talk about pandemic heroes i don't think they've given us enough appreciation to pets who are stuck at home Thank you. Uh, yeah. I'm, thank you. I'm curious. I'm curious, though. We we recently, well, recently, when I say recently, I mean five minutes ago, we talked to Nellie, who uh, mm-hmm. recently had a big life change. 
mm-hmm. I'm curious if you've thought about perhaps changing your ways and and becoming more of a more of an outdoor cat. Yeah, I've thought about that. I just when I look outside, I don't I don't have the same type of object permanence that maybe other people do. So okay. uh, when I when I look outside, I don't totally understand that mm. this is a whole other world. So people tell me about it and I go, oh, yeah, that's right. There's other things. But uh, to me, the whole world is this house. Um, mm. And they would disappear and they would go off to work. And uh, I'd be like, okay, they're gone. Great. Uh, and then they'd come back and they'd be like, oh, this again. So, um, being the one to leave the house while they stay here, I don't feel comfortable with that. I don't Mm. feel comfortable that it'll still be here when I come back, uh, or that I would even know what to do once I got outside that door. So it's tricky. It's a big, scary, big, scary world out there. And, you know, animals are catching COVID now. We're looking at minks. We're looking at lions. They're getting COVID. So it's it's dangerous for everyone out there. Absolutely. Animals are getting COVID? Yeah, the, the minks in Denmark and the States, and I believe a lion in a zoo, uh, which is also a feline animal, uh, caught COVID. So, so I guess that's it. I guess that's it then. I guess I won't be, uh, I won't be going anywhere. No. Uh, I shouldn't have to be going anywhere. <laughs> and, uh, and I guess that's it. I did not hear about that. Uh, that is terrible. And I feel bad for yeah. Minks. I don't really know what they are because I've never seen one, but I feel bad for them. Uh, that's a awful. Mink, a Mink is like a long rat with a that uh, has a beautiful, beautiful silken coat that is often used to make larger coats for human beings. Wow. A beautiful rat. I, that's bringing up conflicting feelings in me. Yeah, something that you'd see and you'd want to hunt it, but also at the same time you want to observe it, I guess. Sure, yeah. Can I Can I ask, yeah, i just wondering, a princess, uh, maybe don't you get more snacks maybe? Or, or what about mm. pets and belly belly rubs? Do you, do you like those? Yeah, I, I do when it's on my terms, but um, I'm mainly being interacted with now on a constant basis and i've got to say it's a little bit it's a little bit too much Mm -hmm. um being touched a lot and i don't love that i love a touch maybe occasionally right or when i'm presenting myself to be touched or to be paid attention to um when i'm just trying to relax and have a nap or have a sleep or you know observe ghosts in the corner of the room I don't really want to be touched or interacted with, you know, when that's happening. And I don't have control over that anymore. And I'd say that's the big takeaway from this past year is I don't have control anymore. So, yeah. I feel like a a lot of us are feeling like that. But you did say ghosts. And this is something that I'm curious about. You have ghosts in the corner? Oh, sure. Yeah, I see, uh, um, you know, the remnants of living human beings in the uh, the corners of the room <laughs> only oh i can see them uh i tend to just stop and stare at them mm. uh until uh until my humans get freaked out um but i don't think that they see them and the ghosts aren't really doing anything they're just sort of hanging around uh but i like to watch uh especially when it's in the corner and I'm, I've turned myself completely away from everyone else in the room. And sometimes I do it just to freak them out when there's no ghost there uh, because I right. know uh, it gets them riled up. Yeah, I was going to ask, is it more about the freaking out or is it more about observing the ghosts? And I, I think that's you answered that a little bit. Yeah, it's a, it's a little bit of half and half. Yeah, I would uh, say so. Uh, you, were, you were talking before about, uh, you know, being manhandled all the time and, and yeah. touched. And, and I know you're someone who takes great pride in their appearance. Uh, and, you know, when I come over for dinner with Victor and What's-Her-Face, uh, you'll, you'll be Marge. in another room. Marge. Marge. You'll be mm-hmm. in another room kind of getting ready, and you make your big entrance. Right, yeah. <laughs> and I know that, you know, I, I'm working from home, and I don't have a pet, but something that people on Zoom calls love to do is is uh, show their pets around. Sure. So I'm curious if that's been happening to you, and, and does that kind of mess with your routine? Oh, sure. Um yeah, I mean, I, I don't love participating in that. It does tend to mess with my routine. I don't really understand what's happening when my face is being pushed up to a computer screen, which, mm. you know, I it derives no 
pleasure from that necessarily. Of course. Yeah. Um, I do like being wanted, but I don't love being constantly picked up around my my uh, mm. my you know cat shoulders, as we call them in the biz, um, and being held up like that it doesn't really feel good. Uh, I just sort of go limp and let it happen, and then after a few mm. seconds, I you know scurry away. Uh, oh, but yeah, that does happen quite a bit. There's a lot of there's a lot of um, Marge talking to people on her computer and I don't know what they're saying because I mm. can't hear them and yeah. she's just sort of lifting me up. So I've figured out that I can't be near either of them while they're working, which is really tough because they tend to move around the apartment and uh, maybe set up shop in the bedroom or in the living room mm. and whatnot. And uh, it really drives me crazy. So I've taken to hiding under the bed a lot of the time. So I'm not nearby within reach, you know, because uh, I know what's going to happen if, uh, if they're on a call. Yeah, you're going to get shown off and then nobody nobody wants that. Uh, I mean, before we uh, we finish here, I j I'm just curious. Uh, first of all, you, you labeled your shoulders cat shoulders. Do all cats put the cat prefix before their body parts? Cat <laughs> feet, cat feet, cat ears? Well, yeah, of course. Uh, okay. I have I have cat ears, I have cat haunches, cat tail, all those things. It's cat it's cat hyphen, you know, everything. Mm -hmm. As right. much as I can understand of hyphens, yeah, that we, we do say that with everything. It's cat food. I mean, you you do that too, right? Uh, but yeah, it's, it's cat everything. Cat house, cat humans, <laughs> all these things. Okay, okay. Well, good to know. I guess everything needs that little bit of differentiation to imply that it is uh, related to cats. Uh, sure. But the, the next thing I wanted to say is you follow that up closely with in the biz, and what kind of business are you talking about? Uh, cat business, I would assume. Yeah, it's just the business of being a cat. Uh, you know, um, you're you're literally born into it. You don't get a choice. <laughs> but yeah. not that I would choose anything else. I would not want to be, let's say, a dog or a squirrel or mm. uh, a rat. Although that that beautiful rat you talked about earlier is mink, uh, fascinating. Mink, thank you. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna write that down in my cat notebook for later. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna look into that. But yeah, the cat business—it's just the business of being a cat. You know, there's certain things that you gotta uphold. There's certain attitudes. There's certain professionalism as a cat. And uh, you know, we're all having a hard time. We're all stuck at home with our humans right now. It's a hard life being in the cat business at this time. But you know what? Yeah. You've got nothing more to complain about than anybody else. I'm just grateful I'm not a dog. <laughs> Well, aren't we all? Uh, that's that's all I can say. Princess Cuddlepuss, uh, it's been a pleasure to talk to you. Uh, please stick around. I'm sure that our guests will have pet-related questions or pet-related needs. Uh, is pet something I can say? Do, yeah, I don't love pet? it. I don't love okay. it, but it's your show, <laughs> Stefan. So you call me whatever you want. Absolutely. I my goal my goal above all else is to be uh, accommodating to my guests, so I will refrain from using the word pet uh, for the rest of the show. Uh, we're gonna talk to my third friend of the evening or the daytime, depending on when you're listening to this, or perhaps the late hours of the night, the witching hour, if you will. Uh, but let's talk to my last friend of the evening. Uh, she's a musician. Please welcome to the show. Uh, Martha? What a, it's, sometimes it's hard to read my own <laughs> writing. <laughs> oh boy, this is why I have the notebook so that I could be confused. I remember the last name. I believe it's Martha Horfish. Welcome, Martha. You got it, Stefan. It's Martha. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, good. Martha, <laughs> so good to see you, one of my old friends <laughs> whose name yes. I know so well. It's because. <laughs> We refer to each other as sports people do by our last names only. So you're a whorefish and I'm spec uh, to each other. Yeah, you know, I, I, I do prefer going by my last name. I feel like it's catchier. Uh, mm. Yeah, it just, you know, it bothers me when when people spell it wrong. But I, I know that you're spelling it correctly when you say it. So Yes, and for the listeners, would you please spell it just so they know? I mean, it will be in the episode description, but I'd like uh, I'd like it from the horse's mouth, as they say. The whorefish's mouth. <laughs> the whorefish. <laughs> yeah, that's... Thanks for clarifying. Uh, yeah, it's it's H-O-R-F-I-S-C-H. Yeah, it's, it's gotten me into some trouble, I have to say. 
Okay, and I just have to make a couple quick corrections in my notebook. And all right, and okay, moving forward. Now you, uh, obviously the guests are probably not familiar with you. Uh, you are a musician who plays an instrument that they also might not be familiar with. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your uh, instrument of choice? Yeah, so uh, I, I play the hurdy-gurdy. It's really just mm. one of the most amazing instruments. And it, it just, it boggles my mind that more people don't know about it because it's just so spectacular. It just makes the most nasal sound. And I just, mm. I don't know. I I mean, have you, I, I'm curious, have, have any of you heard of it before? No. No, I've I've never I don't know music, but uh, uh, yeah, I've never heard of a hurdy gurdy. Anelli, have you heard of a hurdy gurdy? No, no, no. It sounds like a horse I once bet on, but uh, I've ne he wasn't making any mm -hmm. music. This is a good name uh. for a horse. I will say that I mm -hmm. I have heard hurdy of the hurdy gurdy. Uh, <laughs> make a little joke <laughs> joke there if you don't mind. Uh, not just because I'm friends with you, Martha, but because. Uh, in my younger days, I listened to a melodic death metal band called the Luviati. Uh, actually, a folk melodic death metal band, and they had a hurdy gurdy player. Oh yeah, John. That's a that's a good uh, friend of mine. I believe it was actually Je uh, Jeanette <laughs> in that Jeanette. particular band. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Sorry. Yeah, I, uh, it's been a long time. Mm. But uh, yeah, well, so that's great. I mean, at least there's that's 50% of us that have heard of this instrument before. But most of the time when I'm walking around the city streets, you know, I'm carrying this thing around and people just don't know what the hell I'm carrying. And it's, it just honestly, it just gets really tiring having to explain it. You know, it's, it's, a, it's got a wheel, it's got this rosined wheel and you turn the crank and uh, it plays the strings just like a bow of a violin. And it's just really, really something to watch. You know, it's it's mm. really theatrical. Uh, it does break pretty often when I play it, uh, but that's just, a, you know, it's just a, a side effect. It's just part of the biz, you know? Uh, it's been breaking a lot in this cold weather. I find um, mm. it really doesn't like being in any temperature below really 10 degrees Celsius. So anything below 10 degrees Celsius, you turn that crank and you don't really know what you're going to get. It's kind of like Russian roulette. Sometimes it breaks, sometimes it, mm. it plays like an angel. And sometimes you get a bullet in the head? Uh, once in a while, but the, you know, it's never happened to oh. me, luckily. But you know, when oh. we play in Russia, that sometimes that will happen. Yeah, sometimes you'll get a hurdy-gurdy-murdy. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. So, I mean, I have a number of questions based on uh, what you just said. First of all, uh, when people see you carrying this instrument around in the street, they're, they're coming up to you. How do they react? It sounds like you're interacting with quite a few of them. Yeah, well, it's just, it's just such an interesting looking piece of equipment. I think often mm. men like to come up to me just because it's a large piece of wood and they're just, you know, they're just like, wow, like that's, how did you make that? How is it? No, it's not dirty. It's nothing like that. I, it's wood. You know, they, they're wondering how it was constructed. Uh, and so they mm. want to know, you know, where to get the materials. Like, how did I, you know, they want to know what YouTube videos to watch to figure out how to make this thing. And, you know, it's really, you can't make it. The, these things, you have to have gotten one that was made hundreds of years ago. You just can't make them anymore. So that's why it's really tragic when they break. Oh, in interesting. So... I mean, I'm, I'm going to get stuck on this for a little bit. So when when so first of all, I guess you're carrying this thing around without a case. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which Just, seems inadvisable. Know, it sits in my lap. <laughs> right. It seems inadvisable based on the fact that you can't make them anymore. And uh, they're hundreds of years old, but maybe there should be some sort, sort of protection. But specifically men, when they see it, their first reaction is to, to say, how how can I make this? How can I recreate this? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it happens fairly often. You'd be surprised. I, I don't know. I, there's there's a trend going around for all these DIY videos, and I think mm. that men are just getting. I think they're just getting a little sick of making all these tiny houses. And you know, I just hurdy gurdies are mm. are coming back in. And surprisingly, uh, before the pandemic, I there people didn't really know about hurdy gurdy players. You really, you know, maybe you would go to a concert in a church. You'd really have to know this concert was happening. Uh, maybe we'd have 20 super fans in the audience. But now that the, all of these concerts are happening online, uh, the hurdy-gurdy is really making a comeback. And so mm. I actually have around 
five or six concerts per night. These these online oh, wow. hurdy gurdy concerts, and uh, our our fan base is growing. So I think that's why people are starting to want to be able to make their own. Uh, Princess Cuddlepuss may be something to recommend to Victor and Marge as a well. I guess just Victor, since it's men only, uh, a hobby of, of making hurdy-gurdies. Yeah, I've already taken a note down in my cat notebook uh, to course. do this. Yeah, I'm going to recommend that to him. Uh, now, Martha, I'm uh, I'm curious, what type of music would you say is uh, the, the genre, if you will, of a hurdy-gurdy player? Typically, you will play early music. You're playing, you know, Jocan de Prez, uh maybe some some Johann Sebastian Bach, but I, I've taken to a more modern approach these mm. days. And I, I think that there's, there's something about the harmonies of Justin Bieber, especially played really slowly. Uh, if, you, uh, if you slow it down, oh. um, yeah, it, it just sounds absolutely gorgeous on the hurdy-gurdy because you see there's three melodic strings that are played by the wheel. And then there's three sympathetic, they're kind of drone strings. And so what you want to do is you, mm. you play the, 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 the chord that plays through the whole song and you're playing the, the Bieber melody, as you would say on the melody strings, it just sounds absolutely gorgeous. So yeah, I've been kind mm. of taking, taking to adapting some more modern things for it. And then underneath the Bieber melody, you have a, a constant drone tone. Yeah, usually uh, a B flat. Oh, okay. Yeah, mm -hmm. a very common key for for pop songs. Uh, oh yeah. B flat. All right, so yeah, we're Justin doing Bieber. modern modern covers. Uh, are you? I'm I'm seeing a lot of uh, these viral videos, uh, songs covered in a, a medieval style. Is that you? Well, that's I. I certainly have done some of them. Uh, you know, it's you've got to get your your fame, your fame, your name and your face. I just combined those two words. You you have to get your name mm. and your face out there. Uh, you know, at first I was really I I really didn't want to get into social media, but just ever since I got into it, you know, it's just it's really cool. I'll just get messages from people all over the world, just like Martha, like you know, show us your show us your wood. Are you are you? really the Martha Horfish? Like people know my name. It's it's really cool. Yeah. So I guess uh, to circle back to an earlier topic of conversation, how do other genders react to the hurdy-gurdy? <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to leave half of the, the planet off of this, but um, yeah, you know, once in a while women will walk up to me. Like generally women are a little more respectful. I think men just you know, they're just looking for somebody to talk to. There's a little lonely. Mm. Uh, women maybe will look in curiosity, but they're not quite so brazen. Um, so often I will walk up to women because, you know, I'll see, maybe <laughs> I'll see somebody kind of looking at me with, you know, I can just tell they want to ask about it, you know, so I'll just walk up mm. to them and just, you know, I'll, I'll take out my, my hurdy gurdy and I'll just, I'll start playing it for them. And, uh, you know, most of the time they stick around. Okay, so you'll you'll walk up to a woman, you'll whip out your wood, and and hope that she sticks around to hear you play your wood. Yeah, you know, it, it's 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 a pretty good tactic. It it uh it works yeah. once in a while. Hey, whatever gets your fame out there, both your name exactly. and your face. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Well, Martha, it's been great to talk to you. Uh, I guess you're doing this podcast in between concerts. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm surprised you haven't mentioned. Uh, I mean, the way we met. I mean, have you been playing your your uh, your prehistoric flute? <laughs> well, I've been trying. I try and you know, I try and bust out the old wood flute every now and again, and I uh, I give it a little little tune up, give it a little play. Uh, you know, blow blow into the end, tap the sides, rub it up and down, et cetera, et cetera. The the traditional techniques, but I I find that I'm not progressing how much as much as I'd like to. Oh, that. That's really sad to hear because you were always just so talented. I mean, you just you could bring an audience to their feet in seconds. Maybe you just don't need to get any better. Maybe maybe I peaked. Uh, I mean, I do have the world record for fastest standing ovation. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, literal, is, that is literal true. seconds. Um, so you know, I guess I guess I got everything I I needed out of the the medieval flute. And I've moved on to uh, uh, bigger and better things, such as, uh, as I said last week or the week before, baking bread, making yogurt, and starting a podcast. Well, those are all really admirable endeavors. 
But if you yeah. ever, you know, if you ever want to join me again in a, in a concert, it's really all, all you really have to do is just turn on your camera and press play, like press record. It's just so easy. If you ever want to do a, a prehistoric flute and hurdy-gurdy duo, I'm sure we can oh. wrangle up an audience. Well, what's your concert after this? I'll, uh, I'll, I'll tag along. Yeah, sure. It's uh, <laughs> hurdy-gurdy-whorefish.com. Yeah. Oh, okay. Just so I'll just show here. up at yeah. hurdy hurdygurdyhorfish.com and I'll uh, I'll jump on the the concert. Great. Yeah. Well, clothing Ma optional. Martha, oh, clothing optional. Yeah, you know, just, you got to cater to the fans, and that's what they ask for. Interesting. Uh, are all of your concerts clothing optional, and do they do you start wearing clothing and end the concert without clothing? Sometimes I start with clothing and take it off after every piece, and sometimes mm -hmm. I put. A piece of clothing on after every song it really depends uh what the clientele wants for that concert mm. it's it's really uh people can can request things i make a lot right. of money surprisingly oh and and i i understand with uh, streaming platforms such as this people can uh, do comments as it happens are a lot of the comments from men uh, oh, I, request, uh... uh requesting blueprints and uh scale drawings and uh technical specs yeah, you could say that. You could say they're asking for technical specs. Um, mm. I did have to turn the comments off after one or two oh. concerts. Um, yeah, I just found that was better for for everybody, really. Um, Men are disgusting. They only want one thing, to build a hurdy-gurdy. One thing. <laughs> yeah. You can't blame uh, them, though, you know. Men will be men. Men, hey, boys will be boys. <laughs> <laughs> is something we're not supposed to say and is no longer a accepted bit of wisdom. I I have an old-fashioned lady with <laughs> I uh, play an old instrument and I have old ways of thinking. So, yeah, yeah. what can I say? Uh, <laughs> Martha, it's been a pleasure to talk to you. Uh, a pleasure to talk to all my guests. Thank you, Martha. Thank you, Princess Cuddlepuss. And thank you, Nellie Winnin, for being on the show tonight. Uh, we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back after this. <laughs> Hey there, campers. My name is Emmett, and I'm the host of Gaze in the Woods, a podcast that explores rural LGBTQIA2 experiences, from radical fairies and lesbian farmers to backwoods slam poets and community organizers organizing communities the community didn't know where they were all along. Can you have a pride parade when you're the only gay in the village? What is camp when you live in a trailer? And if a genderqueer bear shares their pronouns in the forest and nobody gets it, is anything real? I don't know, but let's find out together on Gaze in the Woods, an Upford Network podcast. Uh, is it true that the hurdy gurdy is only like they don't make them anymore? Uh, no, I actually have no idea. I I know very okay. little about the actual instrument. <laughs> oh, they might still make them. I mean, you described how it. I assume your description of the function with the three strings and the drone yeah, is accurate. That I uh, that I did look up before the show, just so it could be there could be some educational merit. Yeah. <laughs> it is a cool instrument. I love instruments with a drone. Um, yeah. Or actually, I love I love the drone noise. Like I hate mm. the bagpipes, but I love mm. the drone underneath. Mm -hmm. You know yeah, who uses a hurdy gurdy? Bagpipes a lot. Uh, a the band Arcade Fire. Oh really? They have, yeah, the the um, I don't want to say the lead singer, but yeah, Win Win Butler is a hurdy gurdy no, player. His wife Regine, and I forget her last name, but she plays hurdy gurdy. Wow, wow, that's so cool. Wow. Huh? And the the band Alluviidi is a real band. They are a folk melodic <laughs> death metal band uh, right. that I used to listen to. Um, and it's, not with know. John. Was the was the player really Jan Johnette? Jeanette? No, I mean, I don't know why I quibbled about that. I, I do believe it is a woman in the band, though. So I was like, it, it yeah. must be respected. Uh, but in, <laughs> hi in hindsight, I should have let it pass. Uh, no, whatever. Yeah, you just want um, to educate us about your metal uh, history, uh, Stefan. Yeah. Oh, it's a, it's a long time. It's a running gag on this podcast. <laughs> that I have to emphasize how much death metal I listen to. Um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, well, Marilyn, uh, I'm curious. Uh, what is your gambling game of choice? Um, no, no gambling. I can't really. I, I like. Uh, I do like to play board games, 
and okay. uh, might get a little uh, intense at Catan, but is that considered mm. gambling? I, I might put a bit of pressure to get all my resources, but uh, that's about it. You're not betting all your wheat that a uh, square <laughs> a hexagon will be moved. I don't know how. No. I don't know how to Catan works. Well, no, and it's not really gambling, I guess. No, no, I can't think of anything. Oh, okay. Well, I guess that's a that's a good way to live because gambling is uh, not a great <laughs> pursuit in general. <laughs> Uh, except for me, I've cracked the code and I know the system and I win every single time. <laughs> uh, I'm uh, Vance, I didn't think that you owned a cat, but do you own a cat? I don't own a cat, no. Um, I've owned two cats in my life, though. Okay. Uh, loved them both. They're both great mm. cats. Uh, but I don't currently own a pet. I would love to own a pet. I, I do have concerns about owning a pet in an apartment that's got like an old creaky floor. Because they'll make noise uh, all the time. Yeah, yeah. Like, because okay. I, I, I can hear the the people upstairs when they walk around, and they don't make like mm. I, they don't make a, a lot of noise. It's just I can hear them so clearly that I'm picturing in my head the people below. Even if it was just a cat sort of walking around, I could hear mm. the the claws. You know. Wow, what a kind apartment dweller you are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm old like enough everyone... now. Yeah, I'm old enough yeah. now. That I'm like, I don't want to. I don't want to be that guy. Yeah, uh, I feel like yeah. everyone I've ever lived under has not given a shit about dropping <laughs> yeah. things on the floor. Uh, Lauren, you have a cat, no? Oh yeah. Yeah. And how 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 uh, how did Vance's impression of a, a cat? Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Resonate with you? I think it was. I think it was really accurate. I think, well, honestly, I think my cat was like not super happy with me being home all the time for the first month or so. But since then, we've been, we've become pretty inseparable, like mm. to an unhealthy degree. So oh. at that point, um, my, it, you know, deterred from the, but I really loved his, his take on cat mm. life. You've, you've reached the point where you're okay with your cat licking your toothbrush. Oh yeah. I mean, I give him kisses every night, so <laughs> it doesn't really... Yeah, it's a, is, that a, it's a, is that a thing that cats do? Do they lick toothbrushes? One of my cats did. Uh, Tucker was his <laughs> name. He was uh, he loved toothbrushes and he loved my beard. So he would wake me up every morning uh, oh. by licking the end of my beard. He would lick my chin, which was very cute and wasn't at all annoying. Yeah. And he also he would wait until you know somehow his clock told him to do it like five minutes before my alarm. So it was never too early, oh, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, he used to love toothbrushes. So we would have to keep the bathroom door closed. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> wow, that is something. Um, great, okay. Well, um, loved all three of those characters. Let's do some plugs. Uh, Vance, why don't you just keep going? Uh, if you have something to plug, uh, feel free to do so. And if not, uh, you know, talk about a book you've read or a movie or whatever you want. Sure. Um, uh, so I'm working at Montreal Improv Theater, which is a new mm -hmm. Montreal Improv Theater. And we have classes and shows that are going to be coming up in the new year. So you can check all that out at MontrealImprov.com. And then uh, I also just want to mention uh, uh, <laughs> that all the old Law & Order episodes are on <laughs> Amazon Prime. Uh, I've been plowing through them. I'm I'm a, uh, an old lapsed Law and Order fan, and okay. that has really just made my fall is the fact that I can actually watch Law and Order again. Um, mm. So that's why I'm plugging uh, this huge franchise show. But it, you know, it's it's not a, a um, I don't know, not a not a big deal to me. It's it's a very big deal to me that it's available again. So I just want to spread the word. Oh, this is a recent thing that it's been put on. Prime. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because oh, prior yeah. to that, you couldn't even get it on DVD if you wanted. It just wasn't available anywhere. And for some reason, they've decided to finally release it. I don't know what the situation was there, but it's out. Hmm. Great. That's okay. Great. Uh, go check out Law and & Order and Montreal <laughs> uh, sign a class. Registration is open now, right, for Montreal Improv? For online classes, yeah. For online classes, yeah. Okay, do that. Uh, and then if I could do a little mini plug based on something you said earlier, Vance, uh, if you enjoyed the Bon Appetit videos on YouTube, uh, I would encourage everyone to look up the uh, videos by Food52, 
which has absorbed some of the people from Bon Appetit. And also uh, Rick Martinez from Bon Appetit has an amazing Instagram and he's currently documenting the renovation of his house in Mexico. And it's, I love it. It's the best. And his food mm. is really nice. So big yeah. plug for that. Uh, bon Appetit canceled, but there's lots of other food videos out there. I want to coast on that. Those are great. Those are both great. Food, food 52 and Rick Martinez. Awesome. Yeah, really. And Claire Saffitz has a new show too, a dessert person on YouTube, which is also good. And uh, Sola is on Binging with Babish, Culinary Universe. They're all doing so well, except the ones who are assholes. Uh, <laughs> the ones which is, around. Which is just yeah. so great to see. Uh, Marilyn, uh, what do you have to talk about? Anything? I've been doing a bit of improv with Improv College. So a lot of our shows are on YouTube. So you Great. can just look up at Improv College on YouTube. And there's a awesome. bunch of shows and a bunch of people from all over the place, actually, just coming together and doing a bit of improv. Great. Check that out. Uh, Lauren? Uh, I'd like to plug that uh, Dawson's Creek is on Netflix now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've been pretty yeah. into that. Okay. And great. yeah, I guess the one thing that I'm still kind of like contributing to in a tangible way is my blog, which is derollercoaster.com. And that's spelled mm, D E R O L L E R coaster, C O A S T E R.com. And that's just a place that I barf out too much information about myself. Um, and it's fun. That's it. Great, awesome. In a fun and witty yeah. way. That's right, Lauren. Yeah, I, I think it's I think it's decent. I'm starting to like take it more seriously. So mm. uh yeah, I wanna I wanna write. I think I'm like basically switching careers to, from being a musician to a writer of sorts. So uh Great. wish me luck on that. That's on a that win. That's a fruitful, win. <laughs> that fruitful endeavor. Yeah. yeah. And I guess people can also see your recent writing in uh, Hindwing press yeah well. that's true i write for them too so that's that's a fun place to look up articles of all different comedy like lots of fun stuff on there uh i can't yeah. remember i think it's hindwingpress.com yeah look you can just do a google a little google actually do a little uh duck duck go for hindwing uh press and and visit that page wow i'm so edgy uh, great. That's a, a great round of plugs. Uh, thank you so much to Vance, Marilyn, and Lauren for being on the show tonight. Uh, that's all for some good friends for another week. I will see you next time. Bye. Those were friends, good friends of mine. I talked to. Them.